how do you define success? What's important in life? What is happiness? Success. Ambitions. Exploring ideas of perspectives and mindsets. The Purposeful Pursuit Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Purposeful Pursuit podcast with myself, Adam Williams. I'm grateful to announce that today's guest is the gorgeous entrepreneur, business owner and hair artist, Char Herdman. Char, thank you for coming on the show today. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, very good, thank you. Um, good. So again, no, thank you for coming on. Um, I kind of came across you through our friend, Megan Bassett. Um, as when we were talking about the podcast, she was like, oh my God, you need to get Char Herdman on. Like she's got so much to say. So I kind of went onto your Instagram and I could see that your Instagram was kind of a, a kind of a way for you to express um, some of your life, a journey for your life. And I think um, some of your businesses are definitely kind of through your social media. Um, could you just kind of give us a brief introduction of kind of the careers you've got and kind of some of your journey into the careers and businesses that you've got? Yeah, of course. So um, at the moment, um, I'm a hairdresser, so I do that part-time and I manage the salon as well, which I absolutely love. And I've also got an online business within travel um, and that's super flexible. So it fits in my pocket, run it from my, ha- from my phone. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing at the moment. Um, there's been a massive journey towards where I am now, to be honest. I've uh, delved into quite a few things over the years. Yeah, amazing. And to be fair, this is, you know, this is something we spoke about yesterday when we kind of had a phone chat and, you know, you've got this like the travel business and then you've, you've got the salon. And I think you were saying yesterday that you kind of came out of, of school with kind of sort of little grades, let's say, and like went into hairdressing and then found your qualifications through there. And then as you were saying, it, that hairdressing and that, that business has kind of given you the stability to be able to then think, right, I've, I've got this, I can do this for like three days a week. And actually now I've got this ability, I can start taking some risks. I can put my time into something else. And I guess then that's where you kind of came across the, the travel business. Yeah, definitely. So, so when I found the travel business, um, I was actually personal training and hairdressing at the same time. So six days a week, a lot of hours, very, very well. work, and I was, re- yeah, I was really, really poorly. Um, so when I found the travel business on paper, I didn't have the time or the energy for it but everything that I was kind of thinking about it kind of aligned with what I want from life and I just thought you know what I've got nothing to lose I was I was leaving PT anyway um so it was a bit of a no-brainer for me um and it's kind of gone from there really but yeah hairdressing has definitely been my middle ground you said it aligned with what you wanted what was that what is it that sparked your kind of um inspiration towards it so for me obviously like I love my hairdressing so much but being self-employed and, you know, a face-to-face business really ties me. And that's kind of been something that's held me back. So I've, I've always, I've always searched for an online business, but never found anything that I was kind of truly passionate about. Um, and at the time before I took it on, I was thinking, you know, I want to travel here. I go away on holiday anyway. So for me, it, like I said, it was just a no brainer. Um, and it just aligned with everything that I want from life, which is ideally more flexibility and to be able to take a business anywhere in the world with me. So 
Oh, wow. So talk us through the actual business then, then, because I know you said yesterday you've got a team of, like, I think you said, like 60 people. Is that correct? Um, yeah, so talk us yeah. through, like, kind of um, the kind of how you got into that then. So once you said, right, this is for me, it lines, I want to take this business, I want to travel with it. Like, if someone's listening and they, and they kind of think after this podcast, I want to get involved with that, how can they, or can you talk them through the process of how it works? Yeah, definitely. So I actually found it through my friend because she was traveling around all the time. And I was thinking, what the hell are you doing? Like, how are you abroad all the time? I cannot deal. I have massive FOMO. <laughs> um, and basically, I, you know, I originally started kind of just to monetize the travel that I was already doing. So I'm, I'm on paper. I'm classed as an independent travel agent. Now, I don't want to be an independent travel agent for other people. But for me, I can book all my own holidays, trips, whatever it is travel related through my own booking system and through my company. We're partnered with some like huge suppliers in travel as well. And there's lots of, you know, agent, I hate to say perks, but agent mm. access yeah. um, too. So, so for me, I just thought, you know what, I'm staying away all the time in the UK. I love to go abroad. So why am I not making money from what I was already doing? So that's kind of why I got involved um, to start with. I didn't really see it as a business as such at first, because like I said, I was super poorly um, on paper. I didn't have the time or energy, but I thought I'm just going to go with it and see what happens. Um, and from there, you know, I booked for like friends and family and stuff. Um, and then there's a side to it where you can share it with other people, mm. you know, whatever their goals are, whatever their background is, you can literally refer it to them. And then that's how you kind of build a team. For me, like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at it in the sense of this is going to be my business. I didn't really know what to expect. I'm just very open-minded and I just wanted to benefit from the travel. Um, but then when I, when I was chatting to friends and, and fran, fr bleh, friends and family about it, you know, they were like, what are you doing? I want to know more. And it, and it kind of grew from there. And, you know, I didn't have any sort of expectations of it as such, but it has really changed my life. And the whole, you know, growing and leading a team and mentoring other people has been, you know, so rewarding for me because I suppose in the jobs that I'm in, when I was doing personal training and hairdressing, I love working with people. I love helping people like better their lives, doesn't matter what it is. So I think I just really found my flow and it's, yeah, just gone from there. That's amazing. And it seems like this travel business, like you said, it's, it's a community of people mm. that seem to have this, I guess, alignment of they all kind of want something better from life. They all want to do something out of the ordinary. And I think a lot of it, this kind of community is based around, um, sort of self-development is that someone you can speak about yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean you know with, with this opportunity you know some people literally don't use it as business they just want to monetize their own travel but for friends and family and that's fine and then you've got other people like myself who want to earn that kind of additional income whatever you know whatever it is alongside their full-time job whether they're a mum whether they just want to not go back on maternity whatever their kind of goal is you can do whatever you want with the business. Mm. Um, so the community side has probably what's been what's changed my life, to be honest, because working online with people with the same kind of mindset is so empowering. And I think, you know, working online and people that listen to this, you know, if you do work online, it can be lonely. So to be working online and be in a community of like-minded people, it is just is the best because you feel like you have another family. I think, um, like you said, throughout lockdown as well, like a lot of people lost their jobs or like, you know, couldn't work and they didn't have that social time at their work. But I guess if it's an online business and it's an online community that even when you've got lockdown or people are the other side of the world, you've always got them around you. Definitely saved me during lockdown because obviously with the salon, we weren't able to be able mm. to open. So, you know, for me, working online, I didn't feel like I was losing anything. 
I, I was communicating and socializing online all the time. And our community, you know, is something that we pride ourselves in. It's really tight knit. You know, there's, there's like 5,000 plus of us, but we're so close. 5,000? Crazy. Is that wow. like, yeah, in, in our UK team, there's about 5,000 of us. So yeah, but obviously I don't know everyone, but yeah. Well, you've got a team of 60. That's, that's a very good start. Um, yeah. but again just touching that community thing like how do you think it helps other people then like you said for you it meant that you could actually in some money out of something that you're passionate about do you think that's why people get involved then do you think that it does give them the freedom to actually do a bit more in life I think when you partner with any online business it doesn't matter what you do you've got to be passionate about it because ultimately you, if you went to a job 50 hours a week and you weren't passionate about it it would be hard yeah so you know with this business you kind of it's most people's little side hustle so you want to enjoy it if you're investing your time into it you want to be passionate about what you're talking about or what you're sharing or, or whatever so yeah for me I think you've got to be happy in in what you're doing and for me like I say I was passionate about travel but I think you know touching on the community again for a lot of people people might not have those social circles. People might want to be evolving in life, but they haven't got those kind of friendship circles in real mm. life. So when you, when you partner with a business, that's not only something you're passionate about, but also you're part of a community who uplift each other, you know, the game changes. Uh, there's so much value held in that as well. And, uh, and again, this is something we spoke about yesterday is you, know, you can kind of go through live, you can start evolving, but you need to make sure you're surrounded by like really good people that are going to be there to kind of maintain that or enhance that kind of growth. Mm -hmm. And I guess then if you can't find that, you know, from the people around you, then, you know, you do have access then to these 5,000 people that are going to be mm -hmm. within this community that, like you said, they were all kind of aligned to, to wanting to have this, this kind of development. I think that's, that's um, really valuable, actually. I've noticed my life change from, from surround, who you are who you surround yourself by. You know, I'm really, really fortunate mm. to have amazing friends in day-to-day in -day life, but we are so different. So I now have another set of friends online who I can chat about business with and they don't think I'm crazy. Yeah, no, I really do like that. So it seems like then the, the kind of business is going well. I imagine now that travel's starting to be a little bit more allowed again, that the business is starting yeah. to get a little bit busier. Um, throughout then the, the kind of growth of um, the businesses that you've got, have you hit any sort of barriers or any, anything that's kind of like stopped you in your way, sort of any self-doubts or failures yeah, that's a good question. I think, do you know what? I think the hardest person on you is you. Mm. So definitely, you know, self-doubt can kick in. You can have that little parrot on your shoulder going, you can't do this. And you've got the other one going, you can. Angel um, and devil. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for me, I've, I'm not an academic person, but I know if I put my, my mind to something, you know, I can achieve pretty much anything. Um, but self-doubt definitely you know limiting beliefs I think everyone has limiting beliefs you know it doesn't matter what it is even if it's in your subconscious mind everyone has them um but to be fair you know I think failures make you who you are and mm. a little bit of self-doubt isn't, isn't necessarily a negative thing you know if you if you're aware of it and you can overcome that then I think it's healthy if you just think you are I am amazing I can do anything I don't think that's normal is it no no not at all i think you need to yeah like you said you need to have these some limiting beliefs because those you know if you're not at the edge of your comfort zone if you're not thinking 
shit, can I actually do this? Mm. Then it means you're not pushing hard enough. It means you're not at the edge of your boundaries. I think it's, I think it's really good to be aware. Like I said to you, it's really good to be aware of them because when you overcome them, it's the best feeling ever. You know, when you look back in 12 months and you think, oh my God, I can't believe I doubted X, Y, Z. And you've overcome that. That's such a fulfilling feeling. It is. And then it kind of gives you the confidence to say, actually, I have actually overcome quite a lot over the last sort of six months, 12 months, you know, five years. And then you think, actually, I can kind of look forward at the next couple of months and the next couple of years and go, I've done it before. Whatever's coming my way next. Actually, I've got a bit of experience now. I've got the mindsets. I've got the people around me. I've got the community. Actually, let's try and crack on with it a little bit. Definitely. I was looking through your um, Instagram the other day, just kind of in, in preparation <laughs> oh. <laughs> for this. And um, it seems like, again, your Instagram is very much a way for you to connect with the community and kind of share some inspirational sort of captions or posts. And um, something I saw actually I find was really interesting is someone asked you a question and they asked, how do you stay so positive all the time? And I loved your answer because it was like, I don't stay positive all the time. Even someone like me has their low moments. And, and then you, you followed up with it and you said that experiences have made you a positive per a person. And I think we've just touched on that. You kind of do learn and grow from these experiences. And another part of your answer was you had to eliminate yourself from bad people with bad energy. And again, I think we've kind of kind of covered across these areas as well. But it's just interesting to see that you can actually speak about these things that you that you publish or post. And the other response was just doing what you love. I, again, I think yeah. that's just so it's just it's kind of logical in life. Like if you do what you love, then life is going to feel a little bit more happy. Life's going to feel a little bit more meaningful. Definitely. I think. Uh, yeah, like you said on that, doing what you love is so important. And doing what you love doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean you're going to have mm. positive days every day, but it's going to be worth it. And going off the other thing, you know, how do you stay positive all the time? I think people see on social media just like this highlight reel. And mm. I try to be as real as I can on there. But, you know, ultimately, I want to go on social media and be filled with positivity. And when I post these quotes or when I do these stories or whatever it is, it, it, it comes from like within, it's genuine because I know a lot of people can log on social media and think, oh, that's fake or that's negative or whatever. But I just love sharing kind of what I am passionate about. And that is, you know, self-development, positivity, doing what you love, you know, sharing your work, your business, whatever it is. And I think we should all be allowed to do that. But I think that does make you more of a positive, positive person because you attract people like you online and I you said about the community online and stuff I love my Instagram for that I feel like I've got a real connection with a lot of my followers over the years um, and that's due to you know different businesses meeting people at festivals meeting people abroad or whatever and I do feel like I really know my platform on there so I don't ever feel like afraid to post anything you know I don't really worry what people think because I'm just being me and I think you can meet so many amazing people through these these communities that you've got you know people that you wouldn't necessarily meet on your kind of normal pathway of your normal job and I think so much can be learned then from kind of expanding your network out meeting these new people and then again once you start sharing these or sort of um sharing these kind of values in life you kind of start motivating each other you bounce off each other if you're all sharing these sort of similar things on social media I think it really does make an impact you know if it really does if you just kind of sat there having a bit of a shit day and you scroll through and you start seeing some of your friends online that are really succeeding that day you're like you know what actually I am going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to make tomorrow a little bit better yeah you want your platform to be a positive place 
that's what I say, interacting with like people that I follow and follow me and whatever, you know, we react to people's each other's stories about the positive quote and whatever. And, and if we say something like, Oh, I'm not feeling great today or whatever, we, we have a little chat. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you've got to go online and it, and it be a positive place because it's your platform at the end of the day. And social media is so huge now and it's such a big part of people's lives. Mm. I think it can make such an impact, but it can either be a positive or a real bad negative. I love that. It seems like you've got a very good mindset around these sort of things. Is that something then that this travel business, because I know they do a lot of um, coaching themselves online and sort of around sort of like mindsets in life and sort of success and that sort of stuff. Is that something you've learned then from the community and from the travel business and the coaching it does? Do you know what? I would say yes. And I would say also no. I would say I've been like this for years. Where it ever stemmed from, I do not know. (laughs) I, I, I can't remember. Where, where, do, you, where do you think it stemmed from? Let, let's kind of touch on that then. Do you know, I don't know. I think, I think maybe just going through hardships in life. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. I'm very self-aware. So I've always worked on number one because I know how important that is. Um, and then, of course, you're going to attract people like that too. Um, and then being, you know, personal training, I'm giving a lot. You're giving your energy to people, aren't you? Mm. So I love that. It comes so naturally to me. The same with hair. I love making people feel better, feel good, whatever. So I'm very sociable. Um, I love giving advice. I can be a counsellor. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes not to myself, but, you know. Um, so I guess, you know, listening to podcasts as well, for me, like when I, when I found out about podcasts years ago, they kind of changed the game too because I love I love listening to them whether mm. I'm in the shower or the car or whatever, um, and and you absorb so much energy from each one that you you sort of listen to. And again, what you feed your brain is how you are as a person. Mm. So I guess over a year I've just created habits, um, and then obviously going into the travel business as well, we do talk a lot about self development, positivity, you know, your affirmations, um, mindset, things like that. So that kind of that just aligned with who I am as a person as well. So yeah, it fit like it fitted like a glove. So, yeah, we do loads of it. To be fair, and I do loads of it with my with my team as well. What so sort of stuff so then? Can, can we like delve into that then? So you say that the habits, the affirmations, and the mindsets. Like for people listening out there, what is that? And kind of what are some examples? <laughs> do you know what? When I talk about stuff like this, it probably sounds foreign to some people. Like they'll be like, "What the hell is that girl I think on it about?" Does. I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> what are your? I say it to my mum. To be honest. And she just looks at me like, what are you on about, girl? I'm like, it's fine. It makes me happy. It's all it good. Does, it does work. It does work. Do you know what? When yeah. I was, sometimes if I'm like really stressed with uni work and stuff like that, I have a really long day. I'd actually put one of those like 10 hour YouTube videos on of affirmations. I'd fall asleep mm. listening to these like this random voice <laughs> just telling me that I'm good. Like, um, yeah. but anyways, it, like, what sort of things then do you talk about in terms of the affirmations, the habits and the mindsets? You know, I think habits, I mean, that's such a broad thing, but uh, habits is, is, Mm. I suppose, I see it as what, when you look at your day, what are you going to do in your day? So so for me, I've got either the business or work or whatever, but I always try and make sure that I do some sort of personal development. Maybe not every day, but I try and incorporate it because I notice a difference when I don't. So that might be something like listening to podcasts, reading, even just putting like, meditation music on and just being in my Mm. own head and planning I'm a a pen to paper girl as well so whatever's in my brain I jot down um but like as for affirmations again it sounds crazy to some people because they're like what are you saying but how you talk to yourself is what you will believe 
so it, you know if you meet people in life that are like oh this oh that negative 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 mm. most of the time it's a domino effect and I, I think it's the same with positivity as well you know you, you might not be the queen but you can still you can still say I am worthy and I think or I am positive or I am going to achieve this goal or I am successful in your own little way, but you really have to believe it and you have to tell yourself all the time because it's like if you told yourself you're a fat, ugly, whatever, all the time, you would you would believe it, wouldn't you? Yeah, and it's something, again, I've said on this podcast quite a lot, but your thoughts do become your actions. You know, if you are constantly mm-hmm. thinking, I can't do this, uh, like other people can do it, but I'm, I'm not doing it because that's what I don't associate myself with. Like you, you mm-hmm. just will start believing that. You start to listen to your, to your inner voice. Yeah. And then you, you won't make any actions upon that. No. So again, no, these, well, I, these affirmations, as much as they're kind of, people think they're kind of like cliche. Do you know what? If it does actually make you spring out of bed in the morning after listening to five minutes of someone telling you, you can do it. If you yeah. then go and do it, why not listen to it? Yeah, I, I, what I found really helped. And again, because it doesn't come natural, you know, it's not normal to sit there or stand there in the mirror and say things. But I love getting my diary out getting a pen to paper Mm. and thinking you know what do I want to achieve or what am I grateful for or what am I capable of today you know and just writing maybe three things I am this I am that I am this or whatever or sometimes talking in in future tense as well you know I've got promotions in the business I want to hit for example so I will write I am a dot 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 you know and and when you look at it and you read it and you absorb it every single day like I said, you start believing it. So I think I'm a fan. I think um, I am as well. I, I do all these things that you just said. And I think it, it materializes it. You take something that's in your head as a thought. And if you write it down, you have taken it from in your head to the materialistic world, to the from the internal world to the external world. And as soon as you kind of make it that this materialistic thing it starts to become something you're you're kind of one step closer i heard something once and it was like i i don't know what the exact figure is or how true it was but it said only like four percent of the world or successful people or something actually write down on paper what their goals are and then only one percent of those people actually follow it but it's those one percent of people then that actually did write it down did achieve it and i was like it it kind of makes sense it does I think writing it down is so powerful I've got loads of whiteboards in my room as well and my dad probably walks in my room thinking what is that on the whiteboard but I just love it I love how I love visually seeing things Mm. you know whether that's a wallpaper on my phone or whether that's a reminder that comes up one day or whether that's looking while I'm sat at my desk back you know this backdrop of my laptop or my diary I think just seeing things really jogs your memory especially if you're having a hard day you know you, you're not going to wake up every day and feel happy or 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 believe in yourself every single day so if you can try and make it a little bit mm. easier then yeah how often do you do these affirmations then like is this a where you say that you write in your journal for i'm going to smash this today like, is this every day or just the days that you need it so i tie i have monthly ones i have monthly ones in, on my sort of whiteboard in my room and then and not every day again it comes down to discipline to doing it but I try to do it every day in my diary even if it's just a couple of things even if it's just things that I'm grateful for as well um but I try to do that every day think about what I'm grateful for or, or write down my affirmations mm. for the week or, or whatever it is you know it, it fluctuates it completely fluctuates how do you feel then when you're say it takes say a couple of weeks fly by you haven't done it 
how, how do you feel when that happens? I used to be really hard on myself. So no one can be hard on me apart from me. Like I, I like used that. to be so bad. Um, and again, that, that's, a, that's a self-doubt, isn't it? You know, and that's kind of like a limiting belief. Like, and, and being hard on yourself. I used to be, if I didn't achieve something, I would get in an arc and I would mm. be hard on myself. And then the self-doubt kicks in and stuff like that. But I've really learned to kind of control that. And it is what it is. You know, you're not just because you want something, you can't click your fingers and it happens straight away. Um, so you've just got to roll with it. And, and another thing that I do is, is really assess things. So at the end of a month, if I think, bloody hell, I've not done half of what I said I was going to do, or I've not reached that goal, then I look back at any stats that I've, I've written down or look back at what my weeks have looked like. Sometimes I even write like the mood, the mood of the day as well, how I mm. wake up in the morning, how I feel. And then at the end of the day, I do that quite often too. Um, and I look back and then you can kind of see your journey over that month and then assess why. Is it just because it's just not happened, but it doesn't matter, you've still put the work in? Or is it because you've really slacked off that month? Have I not written down my gratitudes? Have I not done my affirmations? Have I gone out every weekend? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and then you know, and, and that's the best feeling because you can assess, reset, and then go again. So it's making it realistic for you as well. Do you know what? I, I, I really do set like Set the bar that. high, but yeah, set the bar high, but, but you've also got to be realistic with yourself. I do like that. I think you do have to take some time out of your day to actually assess how you felt either that day, that week or that month. Cause if you don't take that time, you can never really, like you said, kind of analyze it and examine it to try and work out what, what was going well, what was going right. Yeah. And I think it's only until you do that, you start to pick out act, like habits or activities that actually when I did wake up at 7am and went to the gym or when I did wake up and just have five minutes to myself, actually I can see now that my mood for that entire day changed on actually. And then towards the end of that day, I did something like self-development wise, or I did something a little bit out of the blue that I'd normally did. And actually that made me feel even better. I think that's what a lot of people don't do. So everyone goes into every day, into every week, into every month and every year, and they don't have a clue really what they've been doing or how they felt or what they're grateful for. And, and that's okay mm. because if you're not into the sort of self-development world and you're not really self-aware or you don't really work on yourself, which a lot of people, I know so many people don't, they don't have a clue what's even happened in their life in the last week, month, month, year. And I think, you know, doing this, writing things down and, and what we've just spoke about, that, again, that's a discipline. That is a discipline because it's not, it's not, you're not taught that you're not told that you have to do that every day but working on yourself you have to make that conscious effort to do that because then it's a domino effect of positive things and you can be aware of your life and most people just roll through life and like I said they don't they don't really have a clue what, what's going on or what's triggered this or whatever so yeah taking totally that time out just to actually mm. think you know Make what's going well what, what's not going well i love then you talked about it's it's about a discipline then of actually making yourself do that you know it's discipline to make yourself get out of bed in the morning it's discipline to make sure uni work was done or that you're putting enough time to whatever but i think it takes a whole new discipline that people don't talk about and don't get taught to actually sit down and journal think about your emotional intelligence or your self-development that seems to be something that no one talks about too much no one's like oh you need to make sure everyone says you need to make sure you go to the gym you need to make sure you're um drinking enough water, you're eating healthy food sort of thing. These are kind of known things, but like that extra discipline now, I think of this kind of emotional intelligence or building on your self-awareness, that discipline doesn't get talked about. 
like you said, that, that yeah. kind of conscious pro, like proactive action of actually going, I am going to sit down and think about how I felt today, this week, this month. How do you think people can learn to start being disciplined with this? <sighs> Hard question, <laughs> I know. Really, yeah, it is, because it is something that I'm really passionate about because I really, I really believe that it has pulled me out of a lot of dark places and it makes me who I am today. Um, and, and I can say the same for the people that I kind of hang around with online and stuff as well, because obviously we all do it. Um, again, it depends how disciplined you are, but we all understand it. And like you say, it's the norm to get out of bed. It's the normal to go to work. It's the normal to go to the gym. But it's not necessarily the norm to work on yourself, but also know how to work on yourself. Mm. Because working on yourself is, again, such a broad sort of subject, you know, if I think to some of my girls in my business, you know, different things spark them. So someone might like to journal, someone might like to listen to meditation music for an hour and sit there and just be in their own thoughts, you know, working on yourself, you have to find what works for you. Um, and again, I, I, I wish, I wish there was more out there. And there definitely is, there is a lot about self-development now. Mm. I think again, it's hanging out in the right places. If you're on social media and you're following these accounts and you're going to, you're going to learn about things. It's a bit like if you're into the gym and you follow this girl who's really good at hip thrust, for example, you're going to learn about hip thrust, but if you didn't follow her, you might not know about it. And mm. um, so again, it is just surrounding yourself and being and, and, and putting yourself in places where things like this are spoke about. Um, but yeah, I think, again, I think it works differently for everybody. You know, I have things that work for me one month and then the next month, something else might work for me. Mm. But for people to kind of find that, it's so hard again it's, it's down to like taking the time to like we did with journaling and, and identifying emotions it's actually taking the time to work out what works for you sitting down and going all right mm. i'm going to try this one week and i'm going to try this the next week or the next day and again that comes back to the discipline and saying i actually do want to work this out i actually do want to better myself so i'm going to have to find some discipline to be able to put some actions to these thoughts yeah. that i'm having and i think something that came across to me in terms of creating some discipline is creating accountability yeah so then I had to work out how I create accountability and I was like okay how do I make like you know you're only accountable to yourself but actually like sometimes that's not enough because I'm sure everyone listening and yourself are very good at coming up with excuses of why we can't do it that day or I'm too tired oh, I, need, I, I need to get an early night because I've, I've got other work to do but <laughs> You know, we're very good at making up excuses but I think you can create accountability by creating visibility I think yeah. if you start to tell people I'm going to start doing this for a week and again this comes back to surrounding yourself with good people if you actually go out there and tell your family tell your friends tell the person down the pub I'm actually going to do this this week I'm going to like for me it was I'm going to start a podcast I told enough people they got to the point where I kind of had to because if I didn't then I told <laughs> everyone about it and, and I didn't do that so maybe if, yeah, people can, <laughs> yeah, and if people can start to create this accountability by creating this vis visibility of what it is they want to do. You know, if someone turned around, they came to me and go, Ads, I really want to work on learning about um, emotional intelligence and learning about how I can become a little bit more self-aware. Like just by then them telling someone about it means I can check in in three days time and go, how is it going? What, what have you done? Or in a week's time or in three weeks time? Definitely. I, and and I totally agree with the accountability because um, we do a lot of that in the online business that I'm part of. So sometimes we will jump on a Zoom call. We won't talk to each other, 
but we will do our work whilst on Zoom. Uh, no way. And that sounds <laughs> mad because my mum's come into my room so many times like, are you on a call? Why are you not talking? Why are you looking at your phone? The reason being is because if I have something to do, like you said, how easy is it just to sit there and go, oh, I'll do that in a minute. I'll do that in mm. a minute. Next day comes, you haven't even done it. Next week. Um, so, yeah. So doing that has massively helped with my business growth um, and something that we do as a community, but we also do in small little teams as well. And that, that's really powerful, especially, you know, when you're working online. Um, and also um, I've got some group chats with some of my girls and, you know, we send each other our accountabilities every day to show each other what we've done. And then we kind of come to the end of the week and we go, right, girls, what do you think you've achieved this week? Or what do you think you've slacked on? Mm. And then we just chat about it. And keeping each other accountable is, is so important. It doesn't matter whether it's, you know, because you're going to the gym or whether it's, you know, you want to eat better or you want to read a book or whether you want to work on your business. Like I think in life, whatever it is, if you can find a little circle of people that you can be accountable for, if you want to make a change in your life, whatever it is, it's so, so powerful. Because I know when we're not accountable to each other, that's when, and everyone goes quiet, you know, the work's probably not getting done as much. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that's such a powerful thing to have, to have that online community again that, that gives you the accountability. I wish I had that when I was at uni, to be honest. I found it quite useful. Oh, I <laughs> so I get, going back to one of your um, social media posts, this kind of carries on from what we're talking about. One of your captions was your time and energy, are the most important resources that you have, what you choose to invest those two things in on a daily basis will ultimately determine how sex successful you are and how happy you become. I think that's such a powerful insight. When I found that quote, I was like, that is a bit of me. Where that did you find it? Me because, oh God, I can't remember now. Probably someone inspirational that I follow. It was either a <laughs> quote or a caption. And I thought that is a bit of me because it's, it's so true. And I tell everybody this, your time and your energy, where you put that, it, it, it will determine how successful you are, how happy you are. Like, what do you think stops people doing that? So you say that you've got the resources of the time and energy, using it effectively. What's the, what's the barriers to that? What stops people? Because it sounds easy to say that, just, just use it properly and you'll be successful. But like, you know, what stops people doing that? Um, I think t if I went on the time side, um, most people say they don't have enough time for things but they will go and put their time in crap, whether that's scrolling social media, binging on Netflix, nothing wrong with that, obviously each mm. their own and all that, but, or going out every weekend, you know, how, if you think about it, if you say you were going out every weekend and that was what you were using with your spare time, then how are you going to feel? Probably quite rubbish. Mm. Or if you were just sitting on the sofa, binging, eating crap, watching Netflix in your spare time, you are going to feel horrendous. So, how you use your time is so important because we all have the same amount of hours of the day as that cliche quote, whatever it says, mm. but it's really <laughs> true. And most people say they don't have enough time, but they're not, but they're not willing to make the time to make their life better. Um, you know, for me, like when I started this online business, I didn't have time, but I thought I've got, no, I haven't got time to lose. Like I need to make this work. Mm. Um, That's a good way to so, flip it actually, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And you know, like, I want to use that productively. Of course, we like to waste a bit of time, but if you use it productively, then it's going to have a knock-on effect. And, you know, the same with energy, you know, who you hang around with is so important. And I suppose they, they, the two link together because if you are hanging around with people that are either negative or bitchy um, or whatever, and that's where you're putting your time and your energy, you are going to be that person. 
and again that kind of comes back to just surrounding yourself with good people but it is harder to say than put actions to actually in there because you can say just surround yourself with the right people all the time but if you kind of grew up and you've always had the same group of friends like it it, it, it must be hard then to kind of either reattach yourself to, to other groups or, or kind of outreach mm. there. But I guess one of the solutions for that is having this online community that you speak about. I've always been really lucky with my friends. Um, I have some of the best friends ever outside of my online business, um, which I feel really grateful for because they are amazing people. I've never had um, the worry of bitchiness in my life. I've never, I, I feel really grateful. I know that sounds really <laughs> stupid, but it's true and I think you attract who you are like my friends don't have a clue what I'm really doing online and they just let me be me mm. you know they, they bring me so much to my life in a different way um, but they don't distract me from what I want because they know what I want so I've never really had that problem um, I'm quite cutthroat as well to be honest you know I won't I won't have anyone in my life who brings me down I will not hang around in an area that brings me down um, I am I love my own space so I'm happy in my own company so I won't be thinking, oh, God, I've got to go out with those girls. Oh, I don't really know if they're a bit of me. Like, you won't find me doing that. And I've never had that worry because I kind of make my own decisions. Is that um, something you learn? The disability to remove yourself from either negative people or negative surroundings. Is that, did that come inherently or is that something you really had to work on? Um, I can credit my parents so much because they brought me up so well. And they've, the way they brought me up, I have quite a good mindset anyway but there have been times in life where I've not been in a position or around people that that bring out the best in me and I think sometimes you have to hit rock bottom or you have to go through a really really shit time to strengthen yourself to know mm. actually that's not that's not for me um but it, I suppose it's just life experiences isn't it you know I don't if I think back I can't really think of certain triggers because I've not had like I say had negative people around me so much but because I am self-aware and self-awareness has come over time. Mm -hmm. And that, that definitely has been a working work in progress. I think the more self-aware you are and the more you love yourself and the more you love your own company, you won't, you won't feel the need to put yourself in areas that don't match your energy. Do you think self-awareness is the next skill to have in life? Is that the kind of, in terms of talking about like evolution and stuff, is that the next step? Is that what people really need to start focusing on to, to be successful or happy in life? Oh my God, absolutely. Because it's scary how much people aren't really self-aware. They don't mm. actually know themselves. Like, as weird as that sounds, to truly know yourself from the gut is hard. And you have to sit with yourself for so long and you have to be happy doing that. And don't get me wrong, you know, there's been times where I've had to pull myself out of a really bad situation and sit with myself for so long, like a year, basically. Mm. And it wasn't easy because when you're in your own thoughts and your own head, it can be also very dangerous. But you either let things break you or make you. Um, so, you know, again, being self-aware, you don't just flick on a switch. It doesn't just happen. You don't think, oh, I know myself today. I know what makes me happy. Because to find out what, you, what truly makes you happy and truly makes you sad it is hard, hard to find. But once, you, once you've got it, it's the most liberating feeling mm. ever, I think. Because that's something that's really sort of come over the last year, I would say, for me. I love how you say it's not a switch. 
it's not like you can just wake up the next day and go, I want to, no. I want to be more self-aware. You know, I've listened to this podcast, I watch this video and I, and I want to work on that. It's, it's like going to the gym. You have to start working on it. You have to create these habits. You have to try and form these mindsets that really start bringing you close towards that. And you have to invest some time and energy into it. You have to really set yeah. time aside to go, I want to become more self-aware, whatever that means. I don't really have a definition yeah. for that, but I think you put it very well, actually, just, just kind of understanding who you are, yeah. who you are, what your thoughts are. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and, kind, of, like and kind of what being... you want from life as well. Yeah, definitely. And like I say, life is so fast. Let's be honest. Everything just, everything's so 100 miles an hour, apart from lockdown. Even that might be <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah everything is going on all the time you're all there's always something going on you know online you, you you know you can be sat in your room still but there's always stuff going on if you're mm. on your phone do you know what I mean so to actually be in your own thoughts and, and again this comes down to discipline you know you have you have to do it and self-awareness comes in every shape and form you know self-awareness is different for everyone because like, like you say it depends what position you're in in life but yeah definitely is something that i think is overlooked um and not a lot of people are not everyone mm. there are a lot of people that are self-aware don't get me wrong but um i think the more i'm surrounded by people like that as well the more i see the people that aren't so where's where's next then where's your kind of next goals then that you've you kind of got for looking forward in life um so i've got some really exciting things going on with the salon and I'm really happy there. I think I've got the best balance now ever in my life in terms of I've got the most time I've ever had. Mm. I've got the most freedom that I've ever had. I'm, I'm, I'm the happiest I ever have been. Um, so for me, I think I've always struggled with time because, because I like to be busy um, and I like to have things going on and I'm always thinking 100 miles ahead. And that, again, that, that's dangerous and I'm really aware of that now. I'm really aware of... of kind of where my head is compared mm. to where I am in life um but yeah so for me my biggest sort of goal was just to be content with where I am but excited for where I'm going like um, so yeah I've obviously I've got the salon and I love it it's like my it's like my hobby hairdressing is my hobby um and then I think with my online business you kind of uncapped on success now obviously success is different for everybody but there's no limitations um, and obviously what's happened already in my journey has been really, really exciting. It's really has changed my life. Um, and there's so much more to come from it because like I said, you're uncapped. So you can just keep going and going and going. And that's going to give me all the time freedom that I need in the future. So really excited, nearly hitting my next promotion there, which is really exciting. Lovely. Um, but I, I've, I've stopped thinking too far in advance now because I used to think, right, what do I want in a year? What do I want here? And I, although you've got to have long-term mindset and you, you do, sometimes you've got to be stop, stop being so rigid with, with what you think is going to happen or what you want. Just, just roll with it as long as you're putting in the work and you're looking at the big picture of where you want to be. I think, you know, anyone can get there. And you're self-aware so, yeah. in the present moment at the time. Yeah, definitely. And you, you have to be because otherwise that's when you feel disheartened if you're not aware and present in the situation you are yeah that's one thing I've learned you'll never be happy if you just keep chasing and you're not but you're not assessing where you are and you're happy with that it can be a bit dangerous apart from the really good advice about sort of how to be more self-aware some of the mindsets and habits that you do 
Um, and so your advice on where you should put your time and energy or at least acknowledging where your time and energy is, is there, or what's the best advice that you've ever been given or that you would like to give? Do you know what? I, I don't know if I can give the best advice I've ever received. I don't, you know, I don't actually know that answer, but if I could give the best advice, it would just be, be authentic, mm, be like kind that. to yourself work on yourself all the time not just one day a week all the time get really clear with what you want from life because life passes by so fast and you can look back you know to a year ago and think what the hell has happened in that time you know you want to look back in a year and think do you know what I've really achieved stuff and that's one thing I've always been really proud of is because I jump in with two feet to things whatever it is um I always look back in a year and think oh my god I've achieved so much mentally financially you know business-wise friendships whatever and just don't stop chasing what what you love because for what you love because like I say life can pass by so fast and if you're not happy mm. you are the only one that can change that and that's that's been the biggest advice that I've even given to myself do not stop chasing for what you want you know you, you might have to delve into a million things to find what you love but never ever ever stop chasing because life is boring and dull and miserable if you are unhappy and another thing be open-minded actually being open-minded has mm. been one of the best things that I've ever done and a lot of people say to me you know oh you just jump in with two feet you're just so positive or um you do this you do that this has changed what you're doing now or whatever and I think you know being open-minded is the best thing that anyone can do because if you're close-minded you are going to stand on that same block mm. You know, obviously you've asked me to come on this podcast. This is well out of my comfort zone, even though I might sound like in my, I'm in my flow. But I thought, you know what? Like, if I can get on here and just have a little chit chat about what I'm passionate about, then why not? Because you don't know, you don't know what, what, where it's going to take you or whatever. So yeah, being open-minded in life has been one of the best things I've ever done. What work they've done. It's not really a thing, is it? But yeah, no, Charles, thank you for that. I was kind of sat in all of it, just really intently listening to that advice. And I think that really came from the heart, which is lovely. Um, yeah. if it's, someone... hard, it's hard to say, you know, pinpoint something, isn't it? But... It is, it is. Especially when you kind of just get through the question as well. Um, <laughs> but if someone is listening right now and they're interested in the sort of travelpreneur business or any of the businesses that you've got, and they want to connect with you or follow your journey, what's the best way that they can reach you? Uh, best way would be Facebook or Instagram. I, I'm quite active on my social media, especially Instagram. Um, I'm super active on there all the time. You know, even whether, even if it's a hair appointment, for example, you know, I'm always on there and I'm always talking business on there. So yeah, Instagram. And what's your, what's your Instagram? We'll put it in the description as well, but just for listeners, what's yeah, your Instagram tag? It's at, it's at Shah Herdman. Lovely. Uh, Char, thank you very much for coming on. You're so welcome. Thank, thank you. you. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then please follow our Instagram page at Purposeful Pursuit Podcast and show some support. And finally, thank you again for listening to another episode of the Purposeful Pursuit Podcast with myself, Adam Williams. The Purposeful Pursuit Podcast.